So welcome along once again to another Creatrium podcast and the idea behind the podcast to begin with was to sort of investigate interpretations of uh, creativity I suppose primarily because it's a university thinking of uh, university uh, lecturers and staff and professors and these kind of people but also it's important to think about creativity and how it impinges upon the kind of um, activities of the student community as well at the university because if we didn't have students we wouldn't really be a university well we might be called a university it'd be a very strange one (laughs) if we had no students in it so joined today now by a a student third year student just about to graduate uh, uh, performing arts student Jose um, could you give me your full name? Because it's too difficult for me as a I have, bridge I person quite, to, to pronounce. <laughs> I, my, my name is quite long, so my mm. full name is José Pedro Fortuna Meireles de Pinho. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but people just call me José here, because <laughs> that's easier, obviously. That's, that, is that, is that a, by Portuguese standards a long name? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually Portuguese people have, have mm. quite long names, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does it mean anything interesting? or? Um, Fortuna actually means... Um, Luck, as far as or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fortune. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to translate that to a, to an English word, so you're a lucky young man, yeah. Oh yes, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just about to graduate here from from the third year. I've had the pleasure of teaching you on on one module in 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 the third year. Um, and what I liked it because it, I don't normally teach on that course. I don't, I don't normally teach on the performing arts mm-hmm. course, and it was really interesting for me to sort of see the range of different things that you know performing arts students do yeah um which 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 even in that even in that group are, are very varied and quite unusual some of them some of the performance art type yeah, stuff yeah, is quite yeah, quite yeah. odd um <laughs> tell me about what you do and what what you're about and your kind of what's your thing within performing arts so basically i i started performance uh, at a very young age i was probably about 12 13 um i started as a, as a magician so that's really what I what, what I wanted to do so, professionally. So I was just gonna say, twelve or thirteen. You know, I mean, I've got a young daughter. Um, she's fifteen now. Yeah. But I would imagine when she was that age, you know, we might go to a joke shop sort of thing, and you know, get a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can try and do this, but how did you? What 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 grabbed you about magic, and how did you actually take it so seriously? Sure. So, I was bitten by the bug. We can say hmm. uh, probably a few years um, before, like I was about like twelve, thirteen. Um, I saw this magician on on TV and I thought that was really cool so I wanted to do more magic and I started to look up on the on YouTube YouTube had its boom way back then um, so that's really <laughs> a few years ago actually and then my my father's uh, my, my father and my mother they both noticed that I was very into magic so they offered me a magic uh, kit, which is literally a cliche for for every magician out there, they're always like ninety nine point nine percent of them. They start with a magic kit, mm. and then um, I really in, enjoyed it. And then I saw on the internet uh, in Portugal they had for the first time um, a magic school wow. where you could okay. sort of graduate from that school, and I thought that was amazing. Wow. And basically, I didn't enter the first year, mm. but it was the year after, and uh, yeah, I did the full three years. Uh-huh. This was at that age you're talking so early. Yeah, that was uh, so. I was in uh, Porto Magic School, so that's in in my hometown actually because I'm I'm from Porto, which is the north of Portugal, and uh, I was in that school probably between my like fourteen till I was like sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I started out at a young age. So you started at a quite young, and I, yeah. I imagine that you were what, performing to your family, were you to begin with, and look, I can do this. And you Exactly, know. Yeah. exactly, which was great at the beginning because mm. everyone thought, oh, it's nice, you know, he's doing this, this fun things, and it's it's all good. Um, yeah, but then I I started to, to get gigs, you know, uh, weddings, birthday parties, some, some private um, corporate gigs and all of that mm. and I sort of sort of started to develop my own my own practice and as a magician so by the time you came to university um, you were sort of uh, late teens then I suppose you yeah I moved to the UK mm. when I was 17 yeah yeah so you you, all, you already had this stuff behind you so then then when you came to the university I mean did you have to sort of were you interviewed for the course? Did you have to sort of give your describe what you do as a performer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite it's quite of a funny mm. story. The mm. reason why I'm I moved to the UK. So basically, I I traveled to I went to London for the first time in 2015. Uh, it was a, a birthday gift for my 17th birthday, and uh, I I went to London because of this magic show that was happening at the Shaftesbury Theatre, which is in the in the West End, mm-hmm. and um, and I was just completely astonished by like the culture for performing arts show business and all of that i mean i, w- I went to the perfect place i, w- I, w- I went to london and uh, it was also the period of my life when i when i had to decide which which course i'm going to pick for university stu- uh, studies because in in portugal we we have to to do to do something after we, we finish secondary school i mean we either get a job or we 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 go to university and most of the students i would say they, they go to university and I was not very sure on what I want to do. Mm. I probably I could do like some kind of engineering, economics. I, w- I was quite a, a good student actually. I was not like the best, but I, I, I was I, I was a reasonably good one. And the, I was very into magic at, at at that time. I was doing really really a lot of them. And my my father actually said, you know, why don't you try you know the UK and pick some sort of course like theater or even performing arts. And then I discovered USW. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, again, um, all credit to your family for pointing you in that direction because these days a lot of people would actually, a lot of parents would point their kids away from that direction. Yeah, yeah. You know, as in, you know, no, you can't be doing that. You, you, you never get a job doing this, you know. You don't worry, yeah, you can do all those tricks, that's all fine, but, you know, why didn't you go out there and become an accountant? You know? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And especially my dad, he was the one who motivated me the the, the the most to... To, to pick this this course, my mom she was a little bit like oh, I don't know if you can still, <laughs> um, probably she should get like a, a steady job and then think about your creative career. But yeah, I'm, I'm quite glad I, I well, chose this. Yeah. I think you know I say all, all, all credit to your parents for having the uh, the imagination to to let you pursue that because mm-hmm. you know that your kind of innate intelligence is going to be there yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. but your creativity needs to be fulfilled sure. and, and, and uh, uh, enriched now over the course of the time here in the UK I know you, you've, you've gone involved on a couple of shows I think you did a stand-up comedy show at the Glee Club for example yes and, I did and, and you've, done, you've done a whole range of different performances so um, you're not normally a stand-up comedian I don't think was that no, like a personal no. challenge to yourself Ex- or something sure it yeah. was It was exactly I mean yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of stand-up comedy and I, I always mm. w- wanted to try and uh, I found this this ultra comedy thing it's basically it's a, po- a program that you sign up for eight weeks you get a, a mentor in stand-up comedy and mm. then at the end of those eight weeks you do the your stand-up comedy showcase at, at the Glee Club which is also the, the place I, I work so it was really fun to right 
to to do my stand up comedy debut there. That's and a friend of yeah. mine, Joe Morgan, was also involved in that. Wasn't he? Yes, my, Joe, my, my, yeah. my, my friend's uh, son, and oh, it was yeah. it was a sellout crowd as far as I could see as, as I could see as well. It was packed pretty. Yeah, well. yeah, it's about like five hundred people. That was crazy. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, performing in front of all those people, um, I suppose maybe you like performing to crowds, but maybe it's because it's almost like to your peer group as well. Does that make did that did that make that more of a kind of challenging experience for you, or what? Well, the fact that it's because it's you know you, the venue where you work, you know people, etc., and you know. Yeah, I mean, not just that, but also it was really the challenge of standing up on stage with a microphone and your main totally challenge, exposed, just like totally yeah, exposed, yeah, yeah. and you got just mm. one goal which is making people laugh like do whatever you can but you know at the yeah. end of the day you just got to make them laugh so you, you you do a range of things i mean you've done that i don't know whether you, you might do it again in the future who knows but it, it's part of your kind of um development of activity to, and skills and experience i suppose to broaden you as a performer yeah I yeah suppose. sure sure yeah. exactly yeah um but what 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 is your kind of? I know you do, I know you do several things. Just tell me about the different things that you do because you do a range of different things. I mean, even including in the presentation for me, all of a sudden, you know, you pulled you pulled a trick out the back. <laughs> I know I, I encouraged you to do one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so my my main background in performance is is magic. All, all, all I was doing up until like 2016. So tell me about what kind of magic that is. What, what I was do? doing like all kinds of reigns of magic, like mm. close up magic with with cards, but then I would do also like stage shows where I, I would do uh, magic with big bigger props like you know uh like everyday type things um but it, it, it was mainly that like close-up magic um and also some some stage shows yeah but I, I i wanted to make my transition to to more stage um to more stage magic but i felt like i didn't have the enough skills and the enough uh stage presence and the experience to you know to make that 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 jump yeah and I know you you like to collaborate with others, and you do sort of um, other kind of range range of performance um, uh, uh, stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the kind of what your interpretation of creativity is, and how you kind of feed that into what you're about. How how do you creatively express yourself within what you do? Yeah. Uh, so after I I when I arrived here at USW, one of the things that I noticed right away is this: this is really a creative building made for creatives you know for students you know to collaborate and i i sort of noticed that one of the usw's mantra you know it's you know to collaborate and you know and produce uh, work so i started to to you know to create work in which I, I just wanted to involve as many people as 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 possible in order to you know to sort of improve that the the, the, the quality of of the work um, so yeah, r- right now I think that that definition of creativity is to really involve um, the people that I I, I trust with, and uh, you know, and it was it was also a journey of getting to know who those people are. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean that's kind of quite kind of interesting to me because you you walked in here today. You know, we're in the center of Cardiff. It just happens to be I mean, this is a podcast. You know, we're, mm-hmm. while we're, while we're recording this podcast, we're looking out of a window, which is unusual. In, in a, yeah, in, it's lovely. In, in a radio it, yeah, studio. it's we're got a lovely view. Straight into the center of Cardiff. It's yes. a lovely sunny day. Yeah, but I mean, you walked in. You said, "Oh wow, what a lovely studio! This is what a, what a great resource." But 
I don't always get that reaction from students, and I don't always get that reaction from students when you you said, you know, this is why is this called the Creatrium? Well, it, you know, it's the factory of creative industries. This is the atrium. Yeah, it should be a hub, an incubator for creative uh, activity. It should be a realm of collaboration. It should pull people together. It should be a sharing of skills. It should be people teaching each other how to do stuff and 100%. together doing stuff. But it doesn't, to my in my opinion doesn't happen anywhere near enough and a lot of students and maybe even lecturers don't recognize it you see yeah. that's what this building is exactly but not exactly. everyone sees that I yeah mean, do you think do you think that you know as a student because you're about to graduate now mm-hmm. do you think there's enough um understanding of uh, the creative potential of this building from the staff point of view or the students don't get it or you know how, how can we improve that I think from from a staff's perspective I think most of them I believe they, they understand that this is a, a building that's got a, a lot of potential however from from a student's perspective I definitely agree that they take a lot of it for granted and that was something that sadly I I also I, I realized that um, as I was mm. progressing in the in my course that a lot of students they don't they don't really take advantage of the great facilities that we have all the lightning all the sound facilities like this this type of beautiful of professional radio studio the room. yeah 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 beautiful professional studios and you know there's a lot of people with a lot of knowledge that can teach you know sort of skills and, and all of that and you yeah. know it's it, it's a shame that only at, at the end of these three years that you you realize that but i i sort of realized that when i finished first year and i i you know i said to myself you know this this building has got really a, a, a lot of potential and mm. there's some really exciting work that could be performed here well you, you mean you have that imaginative kind of um mentality i suppose which 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 run, runs through what you do i was telling you earlier that what i'm trying to do here at the moment is like you say we've got these beautiful facilities we've got this experience in this building we have we have these resources you know there's the window there's the world that's the world outside the window there it is you know sure. there's a seagull there look that's Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly you know, let's let's interface with our communities and let's try and provide progressive routes of, of literally of progression for people ground up so as we can actually you know work as a university with our local communities yeah. to communicate a, and kind of make everyone's lives better it sounds sure. like a really grandiose statement but that if we're not doing that it's a waste of brick and glass you know yeah 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 and and also it's it's amazing that cardiff is a really is really breaking through the creative scene um in the in the uk i mean the other room is doing a, a lovely job at you know at promoting Welsh drama and uh, young artists. Um, I did a, a festival there uh, last June of 2018 called the Young Artist Festival, and it was really indeed an amazing experience. You, you for wrote me. it? Uh, no, no, I oh. I didn't. I I oh. I performed at the festival as an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I performed a commission play by Matthew Bulgo, and it was just really an an amazing experience. It was my first time ever doing a doing a play. Uh, which was kind of kind of funny, and again, I did it for the challenge, but yes. because yes. I, I I've always wanted to to try theater as well. And you yeah. know, it's it's amazing that Cardiff mm. provides this these opportunities for young yeah. and emerging artists. It's 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 great. So Cardiff is a good place. For, you see it in, as a good place in sort of a, as a creative kind of uh, location. I do see it. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. The several venues that we have here in Cardiff, Sherman Theater, Chapter. Uh, the new theater, the WMMC, um, even hmm. the Glee Club. You know, it's it's you know, it's it's a city that you you can feel like it breeds creativity and show business, and you know, it's good. I like do, it. Do you mind not be able to answer this one? But how how does it compare to Porto as a kind of creative environment? Well, I suppose. 
sadly, I don't think the arts are as well developed in in Portugal as it is here in in the UK. But and one of the reasons could be the fact that you know Portugal, we are only 10 million people. You know what I mean? London has got 10 million people, so you you can sort of start to compare. You know, mm. you know, it's 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 we we comparing different different beasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the UK is 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 totally different than than Portugal. Um, I think the art scene in Portugal is definitely increasing. It's it's improving, uh, both in its teaching and mm. performance opportunities. We've got now uh, more festivals coming up and winning uh, awards um, outside. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think the the scene in Portugal is definitely developing. So I've only been to Portugal once. Okay, I think I told you. I may have told you before. Oh. I went to Lisbon. Oh, you went to Lisbon. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lisbon. Da- Lisbon is great, but you should have been to Porto. <laughs> well, my, I sent my daughter to Porto for her for her twenty first. So, oh, uh, you they, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Um, but um, but Lisbon. You see, from from my point of view, it's it's kind of a different different thing. So really, you'll find this probably this story quite hilarious. But I went out there um, with my wife, and while we were there, I mean, I I loved Lisbon. Oh you yeah, know, all the yellow trams and all the rest of it. It's all just yeah, like it's the great. seaside and the yeah. food and everything. It's great. Place. Yeah, awesome. So of course we ended up in a fardo bar. Okay. <laughs> 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 so we end up in this fardo bar, and um, that's awesome. Uh, it was, it was, and I, 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 you're going to tell me in a second, but I can pretty well guess what you're going to say, I think. But for me, as a kind of, I'm, I'm a musician, a songwriter and whatever, and um, my wife's a singer and stuff. Mm. So we're, we're in this, we're in this Fado bar. I mean, the food was, was so ridiculously, stupidly um, average and expensive. It was unbelievable. It was one of the most expensive nights out I've ever had. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Crazy expensive? Yeah, oh, okay. crazy expensive. But it was worth every penny when the fado began because not only these people exquisite musicians uh, yeah, but it's yeah. the the absolutely uh, intimate intensity of the performance these exactly. kind of torch songs yes. really yes. singing from the heart yes. so you can either see that as um, end of the pier forced kind of um, contrived or you can see uh, no these are real torch songs and they, 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 you know, they may have done this many many times before yeah. but the absolute right in your face intensity yeah. but I, I yeah. found was very creative uh, experience. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the experience itself, you know, the the food with the culture and this is something mm. that we, in Portugal we value a lot, you know, it's our culture, what we do and what mm. we produce and, and we really take a lot of pride See, in, in, the UK, in, in Fado. Have, in the UK we have karaoke, you know, it's not the same, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Whoa, you know. <laughs> I went to Albufeira last year, yeah, okay. and uh, which yeah. is in 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 the south. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's very part. It's literally mm. filled with British uh, tourists, and it's it's the, the, it's amazing because every bar mm. at night they all have karaoke, and there's just only British people singing. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Yes>. like <laughs> it's kind of a shame, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a shame that we, because we, we're not promoting our our our, our own culture. No. Like but, you said, but you know, but in, in the Fado show, that's that, yeah. that that's great because you combine food with you know with music and creates that special environment, yeah. isn't it? I mean, from my point of view, if you go, if you, and I, I'm sure you're a different point of view, uh, you know, mm. Portuguese person, but I, I would personally say to people, if you if you're going to go to if you're going to go to, uh, yeah, I think Lisbon's quite big on Fado actually. Is it, is yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, do try and do try and go to one because it's an unforgettable experience. Oh yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. Tell me about these shows that you're planning at the moment and, you know, talking about creativity and, you know, 
how are you expressing yourself? What what is it about? So you got you got, a, you got a, uh, a show at the university this week. Remember we yes. that one first. Perhaps? Yes, yes. Mm. So I'm I'm doing a show on Friday, seven p.m. at Room CAB two one eight. The show is called Entre, which and is at the atrium, by the way, people in Cardiff. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. CB two one eight. It's <laughs> in the it's in the atrium, mm. and uh, and it's literally my my solo end of the year um, project. You say what's going to be next? I, you know, I, I'm not there this week. And I, I, would you would you give us a little flavor of what it might be? Oh on? yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. So it's basically, I I try to make this show a sort of a wrap up of the experience that I've had here at USW. So trying to combine all the skills that uh, that I've learned uh, throughout these three years. And uh, obviously, I wa- um, I'll be doing some some magic. There's some some magical moments in it, but it's the way that I'm doing it, which is very exciting for me because I am combining with a specific character that I've created for for that show and that show has got its own its own plot and there's so so there's a storyline with beginning middle and end and also I other uh, use my clowning skills which was something that I I was taught here at, mm-hmm. at USW and my and my circus skills so it's it's a sort of combination of both but it, it you know but it's the fact that it's it has its own storyline yeah and your family Aren't going to be there, I guess, are they? My dad is here. Yeah, oh, yeah, fantastic. yeah. My, my, my dad, he flew straight from wow. from Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He arrived on 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 Saturday, so oh, he, he's staying here till 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 next Sunday. Oh, yeah. It's lovely that he's going to be there for that. I think. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Also, because he's one of the um, the main creatives that I that I invited for 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 this show. So he's the the prop designer and the, the prop oh, wow. builder. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think you have other shows planned then later in in uh, coming up. I'll outside sure uh, so I am taking this show on on tour this summer I am doing two festivals in June and July um, unfortunately I'm, I'm not fully sure if I can say the, the names yet within Wales yes uh, one in Wales mm. um, this this month actually and then one in the south of England and then the last one in July it's in London that's all all, 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 all I can say so far mm-hmm. but the one that I'm doing here in Wales it's going to be on the 25th of April uh, 9 p.m. it's a it's a Thursday and it's raw fest festival so it's yeah first time that I'm, I'm actually <laughs> saying out there and again, you managed to enable collaboration, didn't you, with other students by bringing them in for production skills? Because yeah. you're kind of, you know, you've got all those things that you do, which yeah. are quite kind of unique to you. But <laughs> you, the the kind of more um, mundane, I suppose, but useful media production skills was, yeah. was what you needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, media students, uh, they are helping me w- with this project. They will be the ones responsible for the um, for the teaser and the trailer that's going to be published afterwards. Um, I also collaborate with Hilary Ramsden. She's the she's the director of uh, of this show. We both cr- sort of created the show, but she 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 directed it. Uh, my dad, which is the, the the prop designer and then the builder. What's your dad's name? Uh, Antonio. Antonio. Antonio Pino. <laughs> Can you say his name? Antonio Pino. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that one, right? Yeah, he's got a shorter name. We got a chance. <laughs> and also, I oh. collaborated with fashion design student Boriana. Uh, she did a, a, a lovely job at at designing the my my costume. So I've got two questions left for you. One of them one of them is um, we, you you finish here at the university. We, we were talking earlier over coffee and saying how quickly these three years go. Yeah. What, what's the kind of short to medium future for you? 
I see myself as a performer, therefore I want to have as much performance experience as possible and this was the reason why I also wanted to give everything I've got on the, on this show because if I'm if I'm applying for for festivals in 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 the summer um I I want to have the, the show as as much developed as 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 possible hmm. but I also want to further my my studies in both magic and 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 comedy uh especially clowning i think it was a very interesting thing that i that i found that i could do, i could do as a performer um so yeah i basically i, I want to combine both studies and and performance uh, experience i think you're applying for a masters uh yes mm. yes i want to I, i want to apply for a masters possibly in a year or a year and a half or so yeah oh you want to do a year of performance stuff and then okay yeah I yeah mean, possibly you, yeah you'll have to try and you know remember to find money to eat along along the way you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a bit of advice just try try and remember to do that okay yeah, yeah, yeah. otherwise you might start to starve you know <laughs> um now i remember when you were when you were doing again the presentation that you did for me and for for, for dr rob smith yeah. um You talked about a particular uh, influence, at least one particular influence. I think it might, was it a Portuguese guy? Yeah, 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 exactly. T tell me about that to close and tell me about this person, what he does and how that has kind of fed your creative imagination. For sure. Uh, so basically, I heard about him. By the way, his name is, is Rui Paixão. He's, um, he's a Portuguese uh, clown performer. Um And uh, I heard about him when I was here in, in, in the UK. He did a, a very famous Portuguese uh, podcast uh, called Maluco Beleza. And uh, I saw, I've never heard ab about him before. And I, I heard that podcast and I was like, wow, the, the, that's amazing. You know, he, he does clowning uh, and all of that. And uh, he had um, uh, his own street show uh, at the moment, which won several uh, uh, awards. At, at does he do a clowning podcast? No, he does not. I, I I don't think he does. No, That'd be no. great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, that. That's one for you. Oh yeah, maybe. Okay, I'll write that. And um, and he was a sort of a, a big influence for me because he he graduated from drama school in 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 Portugal, and he, he basically he created his own business, you know, by building his 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 own show when he started to tour a, a, a lot, and also because. Of, I and I also I had the, the opportunity to meet him and see his show. It was the last one he did um, before he moved to China because now he's working with Cirque du Soleil. Uh, so wow. he was yeah yeah yeah. It, it's really a, a really a, a great story because whilst he was touring the the show, he applied for for Cirque du Soleil. So he he flew to to Vegas and he did the audition and he got through which is wow. you know it's it's amazing have you ever met him or communicated with him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. like I said I I'm, I met him uh, last year at a, at a theater festival in in Portugal and he it was great yeah the show was other awesome. kind of other kind of shows that he might be able to get you on the bill somehow and I don't know I I I don't know and and now that he's in is in China I'm, I'm sure that he's 100% busy You know, working with with Cirque du Soleil, and it's you know it's awesome because he's going to be the the main character of the show, and it's the first time that Cirque du Soleil are are doing a, they're doing a show in China, and he's being you know the leading character. You know, it's, wow. it's amazing and, uh, and 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 inspiring, inspiring for this future generation of both clown clowns and, and performers. Yeah. Well, it's been inspirational to to hear your your story and hear you enthusing about everything. And it was nice to work with you in the last year on that module. I wish you well for the future. 
and I'm sure you're going to be a great success. <laughs> Thank um, you. I'm going to. Uh, this is not a very kind of podcasty thing to do, but I'm going to play the theme tune of the podcast, which is called Create Trim, in a second. Right. But before we do that, just to close off, can you once again give us your full name, Jose, because it's such a great name? Yeah. So my name is Jose Pilfortuna. I yeah. I just like people to to call me by that name. Is my there are my my first three names, Jose Pilfortuna. Um, yeah, so so that's my name. Andre is performing this week, Friday, 7 p.m., uh, CAB 218, and then later on this month, on the 25th of April, at the Raw Fest Youth Arts Festival at the WMC, 9 p.m., that show. Yeah, tickets are already on, on sale. Uh, so you see if you go on the WMC website, you'll find the, the day pass for the 25th, or you can, can buy the pass for the for the whole festival, which I think you, 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 you should. <laughs> Obrigado. Thank you very much. <laughs> you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started it's a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing podcasts best of all it's a hundred percent free sign up now at anchor.fm new that's anchor.fm new to get started